Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com. If you enjoy this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. Once again, I found another episode that was mislabeled, so we were missing a week. So this episode originally aired February 15th, 1950. And George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is sugar. S-U-G-A-R. Rather. You bet your life. The DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Never heard of him. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx! <laughs> Thank you. Well, here I am again with $3,000 for one of our couples tonight. George Panaman, who's first? We invited some milkmen and some brewmasters to the show tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected milkman Howard Cram. His partner is brewer John White. Gentlemen, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, gents, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. And if one of you says the secret word at any time, he wins $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you use every day. A milkman and a brewmaster, eh? A milkman, uh, Ho- Howard Cram, is that right? Where, where are you from, Howard? Uh, Park City, Montana. Just a hop, skip, and a jump from Yellowstone National Park. Well, is that the only way you can go? <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Weiss, uh, you're the brewmaster, huh? That's right. Oh, uh, where, where are you from? Omaha, Nebraska. Why aren't you from Milwaukee? Why in Omaha. Did you know then you were going to be in the beer business? Almost. Almost? <clears throat> Milkman, uh, you haven't turned sour yet, have you? Uh, no. <laughs> who, do, who do you work for? Uh, Eight-Or Milk Farms. Mm-hmm. And uh, Beer Bust, who do you work for? Huh? Meyer Brewing Company. Who with the Meyer Brewing Company? Meyer Brewing Company. How, how, much, uh, how much beer do you brew in a day? Oh, about 900 barrels. Hmm. And milkman, uh, how much milk do you deliver in a day? Oh, I deliver around uh, 550 quarts a day. You deliver 550 quarts of milk a day? Yes. I don't believe it. Huh? <laughs> 
Let me see you open your big brown eyes and say, Ma. <laughs> now, as a milkman, has anything embarrassing ever happened to you, Mr. Cram? Well, yes, yeah, several things. Uh, one, for instance, uh, my wife and I was uh, walking down the street uh, the other day, and I happened to see one of my customers on the street. And uh, I said, uh, how do you do, Mrs. Jones? And she looks at me and didn't even recognize me. And I was uh, dressed just like I am now, and I said, uh, well, don't you recognize me, Mrs. Jones? I'm your milkman. She says, oh, uh, I didn't know you with your clothes on. <laughs> This must have made your wife very happy. <laughs> How about you, Beer Bottle? Have you ever had any uh, unusual experience, embarrassing? Yes, I remember one incident uh, when I served my apprenticeship in the Berea. Uh, this plank was placed across the top of the tank here, and uh, I fell off the plank into the tank of beer. <laughs> and, uh... Well, would you have stayed in there if there were pretzels in there? <laughs> I think so. Have you ever been totally dry, Mr. White? Do you, you know how to milk a cow, uh, Mr. Cram? Oh, it's easy. There's nothing to it. Well, it's easy to lay an egg, but I bet you can't do that. <laughs> well, I, I think the least you two could do is shake hands. <laughs> I now pronounce you more than milk, huh? In just one minute, you're going to have a chance to make $3,000. For many reasons, the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America believe that their way of doing business has won them many new customers, folks who will continue to be their customers. That's because these dealers have done their utmost to treat you fairly and squarely. Whether it be for a new car, a used car, or a simple repair job, they've tried to be courteous all along. Well, you, the car owners of America, seem to have appreciated this kind of organization and the attitude it had toward you. So today, in every city and every state, thousands of smart car owners make sure they stop at the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Let's say of a milkman and a brewmaster will be the ones who get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. Fenneman, explain the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that $20 as they want on each of four questions. The couple that earns the most money gets the chance at the $3,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's going on out here. You select the famous friends and companions as your category, is that right? All right, now you have $20. How much are you going to bet? Ten. Ten dollars. Here's your first question. You bet ten dollars. What was the name of Robinson Crusoe's faithful servant? <laughs> Friday. Friday is right. Huh? <laughs> They're on their way with thirty dollars, Groucho. Remember, you're going for three thousand dollars tonight. How much of the thirty will you try? Twenty. What was the name of John Alden's good friend? <laughs> so quiet you can hear a contestant <laughs> drop. <huh? laughs> Well, I'm sorry. It was Miles Standish. They now have $10. All right. Here's your third question. How much of the 10 are you going to try? Five. Five dollars. Who was Tom Sawyer's best friend? Huckleberry Finn. Huckleberry Finn is right. 
They're on the way again. They have fifteen. All right, now you got fifteen. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the fifteen? Fifteen. Shoot the works. Who was Sherlock Holmes's faithful friend? Doctor. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Doctor. Well, yes, that's right. It was Doctor, you know, Watson the Needle. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Well, here's one more chance to make some money. If you get this one right, I'll hand over $10 in cash. And please, no coaching. Who was buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> Grant. General Grant is right. Thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, stick around. Who knows? You may be the ones who get the chance at the $3,000 question. Groucho, the secret word is still sugar. Perhaps our next couple will say it. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected an interior decorator, Mr. Doug Haynes, and a housewife, Mrs. Audrey Forsythe. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome to You Bet Your Life. And if one of you says the DeSoto Plymouth secret word, he wins $100 in cash instantly. It's a common word, something you use every day. Uh, Audrey Forsythe? Where are you from? Oh, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. You're a very pretty housewife. Thank you? you. Is your husband as pretty as you are? Uh, not quite. <laughs> is he much bigger than you are? Yes, he is. Well, let's forget it, huh? <laughs> what does your husband do, Audrey? Oh, uh, he's in the Army. He's a tech sergeant. A tax sergeant? Yes, yeah, What technical. does he do, sit on tax? <laughs> well, what is a tax sergeant? I'm not, I haven't been... Well, well I don't know. I've only just... been through five wars, so I don't know. <laughs> I was in him. I was just throwing. Well, it's the grade below a, a master is all I know. And do you see him very often? Oh, he's going overseas. When? Uh, around the 28th, I suppose. Mr. Douglas Haynes, you're the uh, interior decorator, huh? No, Hal Haynes, sir. Oh, Hal, Hal Haynes, huh? Where are you from, Hal? I'm from Auckland, New Zealand. Are you, are you married? Yes, sir. Is your wife in the Army? Huh? No, she's not in the Army. <laughs> Uh, how did you meet your wife, Hal? Well, she was touring in New Zealand with her father, who's Dante the Magician. And uh, I went to a dance, and uh, I met her and uh, looked at her and said, Can you see out of those beautiful eyes? And she said yes, and two weeks later we were married. <laughs> is, uh, is that the customary approach in New Zealand? <laughs> I don't know, sir. It's the only one I've ever approached. Well, I think you did it charmingly, huh? Uh, how did you meet your husband, Mrs. Forsyth? I was working at my brother and sister-in-law's cafe during the summer. Well, where was this? In Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Oh. And my brother-in-law is a very ticklish person. I mean, he's just ticklish all over. And... Uh... <laughs> You say uh, he's ticklish all over? You mean all over Arkansas? You, you, you'll have to explain that a little clearer, huh? Not too clear now, huh? And uh, this morning, uh, I came bursting in this cafe and I noticed this man uh, bending over the drink case. So I ran up to him and I jabbed him in his ribs and this fella fell practically in the, in the drink case. His hair was wet, and so I started laughing, naturally. And uh, when I laugh, I close my eyes, and so Let's I... Let's see, will you laugh? Uh-huh. <laughs> so when I looked up, you I... You say he's leaving the 28? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where was I now? Yeah. <laughs> 
You had your betrothed in a water case or something. So when I, I finally stopped laughing, I looked up and kissed a, um, a very angry man. I said I was sorry that I thought he was my brother-in-law. And then we were married uh, a couple of months later. Oh. Was he dry by that time? <laughs> yes, he was quite dry. Where do you do your decorating, Mr. Haynes? I work for W&J Sloan's in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. Well, how much would you charge to decorate, let's say, fix up the inside of the average five-room house? Oh, about four to five thousand dollars. Now, I don't mean to build a house. I mean... <laughs> Just climb down out of that chandelier up there. Right? I mean, how little could you do it for? Well, we could do it for as little as, uh, well, say, five hundred or a thousand dollars. But it really? uh, wouldn't suit a man in your position, Mr. Mark. <laughs> My customary position is horizontal with that. <laughs> now, to be a successful decorator, what do you regard as the most important requirement? Well, you have to know uh, proper balance of a room and... Uh, proper balance in the bank. Well, yes. <laughs> Look at him grin when I said bank. Huh? <laughs> what else? The... Uh, Layout of the room. I mean, you should have it in conversational groupings. Conversational I mean, groupings? You mean the furniture sits around and talks to each other? <laughs> no, I mean, we try and face the chair. One chair says to the other, he says, My, your legs are crooked tonight. <laughs> you ought to wear a longer valance. <laughs> says, Well, my valance in the bank is so bad, I can't afford it. <laughs> no groaning, please, huh? <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Uh, Forsythe, has your husband gone yet? Uh, <laughs> tell me, have you learned anything about interior decorating? It sounds expensive. <laughs> Mr. Haynes, would you care to defend yourself? <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, a good decorator can save money. Well, at your prices, I'm not surprised. Huh? <laughs> How much did you save last year? Huh? <laughs> How do you generally decide what color scheme to use in a house, Hal? Well, uh, if it's a cold room, you use warm colors. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be better to put in a gas heater? <laughs> this is besides, uh, Forsythe, uh, if this isn't too uh, impudent, what color is your, is your uh, living room? It's pink. It's pink, huh? Mm -hmm. How about it, uh, Mr. Haynes? Is the living room warm? Oh, yes. <laughs> How do you know her living room is warm? Maybe she's wearing long underwear. <laughs> well, tell us more about colors. It, it, it's fascinating. For example, uh, what's a good color for the bedroom? Well, I would use um, pastel shades. Uh -huh. uh, loud colors have a tendency, you know, to well, keep you awake. Mrs. Forsythe, what color is your bedroom? <laughs> it's a sort of an orange red. Sounds noisy. How do you sleep? Turn the light out, and it, the colors. Are... <laughs> you say you turn the light out? Yes. Doesn't that keep your husband in the dark? 
Now, you're going to have a chance to make $3,000. You run your 20 bucks into more than the other couples, and you get a crack at the big question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George Phantom and his offstage remind our listeners. The milkman and the brewmaster lost all their money, so this couple has a clear field. Here we go. You have $20. How much are you going to risk? Ten. You selected the uh, largest uh, cities of the United States as your category. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Now, you're going to bet $10. What is the largest city in the state of Ohio? Akron. Do you agree with that? Toledo. Uh, I, I'm sorry, it's Cleveland. <laughs> they now have $10, Groucho. Well, that's too bad. Well, you've got $10. Remember, you're going for $3,000. That's the big prize, anyhow. Now, how much of the $10 will you try? Five. Right. What is the largest city in the state of Michigan? Detroit. Detroit is correct. <laughs> well, on the way now, they have $15. Now, you have $15. Now, how much of the $15 you going to try? Ten. What is the largest city in the state of Massachusetts? Boston. Boston is correct. They're still climbing. They have $25. Uh, $25, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the $25 are you going to risk? Uh, $25. Shoot the works. What is the largest city in the state of Missouri? Uh, St. Louis. St. Louis is correct. And they wind up with $50. Well, thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Now, in just a moment, our last couple will come up to bat, and then we'll all get the chance at the $3,000. Gentlemen, who's ahead so far? The interior decorator and the housewife are leading with their $50. And the secret word is still sugar. Perhaps the next couple will say it. In honor of Valentine's Day, we invited some people whose occupations are in keeping with the season. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. Jack Thorpe, a greeting card writer, and his partner is Miss Frankie Brown, a wedding director. And here they are, folks. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, children, to You Bet Your Life. And if one of you says that a soda Plymouth secret word, he wins $100 in cash instantly. It's a common word, something you use every day. A greeting card writer and uh, a wedding director, huh? Mr. Uh, Thorpe, huh? You're the greeting card writer? Huh? That's correct. Mm -hmm. Well, greetings. Where are you from? Huh? <laughs> Los Angeles. Frankie Brown? That's, that's an odd name for a girl, isn't it? My name's really Francis. Oh, well, there's a new movie out called Francis, you know. Mm -hmm. Were you the star of that picture? Not that I know of. It's a good thing. Francis is a mule in this picture. <laughs> Where are you from, Frankie? I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. Do you, do you have a husband, uh, Frankie? No, I don't. No. You have nice teeth, uh, Frankie. Thank you. Do, you. do you plan to remain an old maid, uh, Frankie? <laughs> I'm not an old maid. I'm only 22. <laughs> How old are you, uh, Jack? 25. Mm -hmm. are, you, are you married? No, I'm not. <laughs> well, let's find out something about you, too. <laughs> Frankie Gal, where do you direct your weddings? At Hotel Last Frontier in Las Vegas, Nevada. How many marriages have you engaged in? Huh? About 1,500. And how many engagements have you married in? Huh? <laughs> what are your duties as a, as a wedding director? Well, I arrange for the uh, organist, send notices to their hometown paper, contact the minister, and uh, arrange flowers. You sure you're not a funeral director? Huh? <laughs> no, I'm a wedding director. It's a pretty mortuary description you have. <laughs> You're a wedding director, huh? Well, there isn't too much difference, huh? <laughs> Only thing is, at a wedding, you can smell your own flowers. <laughs> now, tell me about the greeting card business, Mr. Thorpe. Uh, who do you work for? Well, I do work for Colonial Greeting Card, uh, Buzzer Cardoza, 
and several others. Yeah, well, what do you do to use as a greeting card writer? Oh, I write verses for greeting cards. <laughs> you mean somebody writes those things, huh? <laughs> How do you know what to write? <clears throat> well, the simplest thing is the best. The more you say and the less you mean, the better. It's something like the congressional record, huh? <laughs> well, uh, can anybody be a greeting card writer? No, it takes a special talent. You have to be general, not too specific. For example, if I say uh, to my black-eyed sweetheart, fella couldn't send that to a blue-eyed girl. <laughs> you could if he gave her two shiners the night before. <laughs> Tell me, Shakespeare, what are the, uh, <laughs> what, uh, what specifically are the occasions for which you provide this deathless prose? Huh? Well, we have greeting cards for all occasions, uh, birthdays, valentines, <sighs> congratulations for starting a new business. Congratulations for starting a new business? That's right. And suppose he goes Mahola, what happens then? <laughs> Suppose he goes bankrupt. I'll pick up a new verse. <laughs> what do you do? Do you say the voice is yet to come? <laughs> Suppose you were in love with Frankie here, Jack, and, and you wanted to send her a beautiful Valentine poem. Uh, what would you say on it? Go ahead, whip one out. Huh? Oh, I couldn't whip one right out. I'd have to think about it. <laughs> well, how long? Huh? Oh, would it take me a couple of days? <laughs> By that time, she's married to some desert right up in Las Vegas. <laughs> you know those desert rats? They trap them with cheesecake up there. <laughs> don't you carry? Don't you carry any of your epics around with you? Oh, I always carry cards with me. Well, well, read it. Read this one. Huh? <laughs> Hi there, Grandma Darling. <laughs> Frankie, Frankie, you certainly got old quick, huh? <laughs> well, Jackie boy, that was pretty old-fashioned. Haven't you got anything more streamlined? Yes, I have a comic valentine here. Oh, you have, huh? It has a picture of a garter and a stocking on it. As the stocking said to the garter, hook up with me, pal. I ain't been snagged yet. <laughs> I'll bet that'd be a wow in Las Vegas, huh? <laughs> Frankie, while you're swooning from all this sentiment here, let's some talk some more about your job. For instance, where do the people come from who get married in your chapel? Well, they come from all over the world. Well, why? Can't they get married in uh, Yugoslavia or Spain? No. Or... Our chapels... Panama Canal? <laughs> it doesn't cost as much as having a large wedding in, in your hometown. And then another thing, nobody knows you there, too. <laughs> well, how much do you charge for this grand larceny? Huh? <laughs> we have two plans. One is $25. $25? Mm -hmm. What do you 15. get for the 25 well, $25, you get the minister of your choice and an organist to play whatever songs you'd like, witnesses if you need them. No bride? 
What do I get for 15 bucks? I'm probably not even there for that. <laughs> what do I get for $15? Well, for 15 you get the same things as you do for the $25, except that you get a live organist. For 15 <laughs> You get a live organist? Why do you get a dead one for 25? Frankie? Frankie, I'll take the one with the dead organist. That's the one for me. It's $10 it's $10 more, but it's worth it, huh? Frankie, what's the largest number of splice jobs you've racked up in a single day, huh? Uh, one Valentine's Day, we had 27 weddings. And th is that what killed the organist? <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are your working hours on a job like that, huh? Well, I work from 9 to 5, and I'm on call 24 hours a day. Oh. <laughs> Well, you're sort of like a fireman, huh? You yes. slide down a brass pole with a box of rice in one hand and a, and a dead organist in the other. <laughs> well, now that you two are practically engaged, let's see if you'll get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. <laughs> Beat our other two couples and you'll get a crack at the $3,000 question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is off stage to remind our listeners. The interior decorator and the housewife are ahead with $50. Here we go. Let's see how high you can build your $20. You selected colleges as your category. All right, you have $20. How much are you going to try? Well, we'll start with 10 What college is located at Palo Alto? Stanford. Stanford is right. <laughs> And they're off to a fine start with $30. All right, you got $30. Remember, you're going for $3,000 tonight. How much of the 30 will you bet? 25 25 What college is located at Ann Arbor? Michigan. Michigan. University of Michigan. <laughs> they're climbing now. They have $55. You got 55 Here's your third question. How much of the 55 are you going to go for? 50 What college is located at New Haven? Yale. Yale is right. $105. Now you've got $105. Uh, is your last chance to beat the other couples? How much of the 105 are you going to go for? 100 What do you say, Keith? 100 <laughs> What college is, uh, is at Laramie? L-A-R-A-M-I-E. University of Wyoming. University of Wyoming. And they wind up with $205. And that means that they get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question. of car owners in this country, and many of us know the inside of our family car as well as the back of our hands. Others don't care about what goes on inside our car, just so long as it's driving smoothly and economically. But whichever case fits you, when you drive your car into a shop for a checkup or some kind of repair job, you do like to know what is going to be done. You like to know why, and of course, how much it will cost. 
Now, here's one big reason why you'll appreciate the kind of service you get at a DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. The men who work on your car at a DeSoto Plymouth Dealers are service experts. They've had special training, constant training. They've special tools and equipment to work with that you won't find just anywhere. And on top of all these advantages, you'll find they have a courteous interest in explaining to you what will be done to your car, why it's going to be done. And you'll also get an estimate of what the job will cost. That's fair, isn't it? Well, fairness is one of the aims of the folks you'll meet at the sign of an authorized DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here's the greeting card writer and the wedding director, the winning couple, all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $3,000 question, Groucho. All right, here we go for $3,000. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on one single answer between you, so think carefully. And please, no help in the audience. Here it is. The first capital of our country was New York. For $3,000, where was the second capital? What's the answer you two have decided upon? Annapolis. No, I am. I'm sorry. It's Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so that means the big question next week will be worth $3,500. Well, you lost the big money, but you won $205 in the quiz. Congratulations and thanks to both of you, huh? Bet Your Life is a John Goodell production. Transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for the Groucho Marx Show, You'll Bet Your Life. Presented by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And don't forget, next week, the big question will be worth... $3,500. Well, it's almost time for Bing Crosby, so good night, folks. And remember, just be sure to see your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Here's a tip from the National Safety Council. Look out for the driver who doesn't look out for you. This is George Fenneman, signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Another great episode from Groucho, and it wasn't a nail-biter on who was going to get a chance at that $3,000 prize. But they just couldn't quite capture that prize. Surprise, no one said the secret word of sugar. I thought the brewer would have said it at least. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a review as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. And speaking of Vintage Club members, this weekend we'll be posting a portrait of Lincoln during the war years from the Mercury Theaters on the air, and it's called Abraham Lincoln. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.